0: Good day, good day, good day. This is your daily dosage of EZ News. All news, no agenda. I'm your host, Dwayne Zetti, here to bring you a few updates on the world's current events. So without further ado, here we go. And we're back. It is the 11th of June. And it is a hot one if you're on the West Coast. But I digress. We're going to get right into some news. Uh, Turkey. I know if you guys keep up with the news, you guys have heard about the way the Turkish government is pretty much running itself. Uh, The way it's treating the Kurds over on their border and in Iraq and Syria itself. How they are pushing hard to try to stop them from expanding and creating their own nation. Because, if you do not know, the Turkish and the Kurds do not like each other. There have been countless battles. Even a, uh, a, uh, how do I put this lightly? I can't put it lightly. A massacre. A genocide against the Kurdish people. And it was the same kind of thing that uh, Saddam did back in the day. But anyways, that's a history lesson. We're not going to history. We're going to current events. So Turkey is being accused of uh, physical and sexual abuse in the detainment centers that they keep their political prisoners. You can't see my air quotes, but political prisoners um, in their detainment center in Ankara, which is their capital. And They are saying that there have been rapes going on against men and women. Don't don't just think it's just women. Men and women are being raped. And there's an actual eyewitness account. And uh, they stated that four plainclothes police officers came to my home in order to detain me. No one at the police station mentioned what the accusations against me were. So they're just going in the dead of night picking up these people and taking them to these these political camps, these 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 prisons where they hold people. And the Turkish uh, state media reported that the detention warrants have been issued for 249 foreign ministry personnel suspected of tampering with the personal recruitment exam to unfairly recruit and promote members aligned to the Gulen movement, which is the, uh, movement that is directly opposed to the current, uh, the current office heads right now with the, the president or slash prime minister. He, he's, he's the head of the opposing movement that the gulling movement is going against. And they have classified them as a terrorist organization, because what better way to stop A movement to stop a party than to label them as political correction as a terrorist organization. So this is all coming from when last month four Turkish Foreign Ministry staff claimed that they too were arbitrarily detained and mistreated. So they're they're just doing this nilly-willy and they're calling the claims baseless and fabricated from fake news. But if you guys don't remember during there was a a coup attempt um maybe a year ago, a few months ago that the people who were not even in, not even uh, in charge of the coup, the people who were, you know, just backing up those people who were in charge of it were actually detained and tortured and some of their family members were killed. But the, the but just get this to your head how Savage Turkey is the Turkish government because I know a few Turkish people and they are very good people, but the Turkish government, the people who were in charge of the coup who wanted to bring democracy actual democracy to Turkey, they were executed, some without even trial and i'm I'm just gonna keep watching this uh situation unfold because there there's been a lot of accusations going on with Turkey and uh their their leader. And uh, the way he's running this government seems to be drawing them closer and closer to uh, a dictatorship. And the U.S. isn't even in good terms with Turkey right now. So this is just going to unfold and we're going to see what's going on because Turkey seems like they are going backwards instead of forwards. So, yeah, we're going to kick it off with some more uh, some more news. So just stay tuned. Okay, so as you guys know, I'm an Islander. I am from the Caribbean and I just want to know what is going on with the Dominican? Okay, let's just, let's just recap right now. So, uh, Edward Holmes and Cynthia Day uh, died on vacation in Dominican. They were at a hotel. And their bodies were found by hotel staff after they failed to check out of the hotel. Okay. So next. We got David Ortiz being shot in a Dominican. David Ortiz is damn near a national treasure to the Dominicans. They look, I have a lot of Dominican friends and they love David. And so, so it says what I've been reading and what I've been looking up and researching, it was a hit by a uh, drug lord who thought that Mr. Ortiz was seeing his, uh, his wife, but Mr. Ortiz is happily married, but I'm going to, I'm going to let this unfold and see actually what's going on. So there was a, uh, also there was a Miss, uh, Werner from Pennsylvania, she was celebrating her ninth anniversary with her husband, and she collapsed at the mini, at a mini bar uh, at a hotel, in the, and uh, she also was killed. She died of her conditions, and the uh, the hotel staff and the managers and all that stuff are claiming that it was uh, a natural incident and it's just a coincidence that people keep dying in the Dominican but there was another woman who was savagely and I mean savagely beaten by a person dressed in a hotel uniform at a resort in Punta Cana uh, while she was staying with some friends and her husband was there and she, if you guys see these pictures, it is, it is, it's graphic. It's a very graphic image to look at. And it, it hurts to know that the Dominican is going through something that no one can really put, uh, an actual pin to and actually decide like, Hey, this is what's happening. Hey, this is what's going on, but that's not where it ends. Mr. Robert Bell Wallace, 67 years old, from California. He was staying in Punta Cana and he stated that uh, he was feeling very sick. So uh, he stood up, tried to get out of there, and his niece took him uh, from the mini bar. Again, mini bars, watch out for the mini bars. Took him away from the mini bar and took him to go see a uh, hotel doctor. And they decided on the 13th of April that he needed to be hospitalized, which is that that's a that's a steep, uh, steep uh, deduction about someone's health, because if you have to be hospitalized, you have to be admitted to a a hospital. There's something going on. But then the very next day, he died. Something is going on the Dominican and something needs to be figured out or this country is going to lose their tourism and if you guys all know the Caribbean relies on tourism so so much like it is the lifeblood of the islands and now that all these deaths are happening the US department has issued a travel advisory for the Dominican Republic and it's, it's just it's sad to say that I'm speechless. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I'm a very logical person. I can deduce certain things and hey, this is happening. Hey, this is a coincidence. But after countless deaths, countless assaults, something is going on in Dominican and something needs to be changed. And that I'm saying that as an islander to my fellow caribbean islanders something needs to be changed and something needs to be figured out because if nothing is figured out it's just going to get worse there's going to be no people going to dominican if you haven't been in dominican it is freaking beautiful it is so beautiful don't let what's going on there deter you but be aware there's something going on Man, I can't take it anymore. It is hot. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up in California. I know the heat. But I do not remember it this way. I do not remember it being like this. I'm not going to get into the global warming debate. I'm not going to even put my own opinions out there like that. But, man, it is hot. And forecasters and weathermen and weather women and all these people are saying that uh for the east coast temperatures are going to be cooling off and bringing nice summer rains and all this goodness and i mean parts of the east coast do not need any more rain let's just let's just be real it they they went through tornadoes flooding thunderstorm just craziness just insanity but they're getting some cool weather but us on the west coast and a little bit down south like Texas area it is a near record heat wave is going or it, it it's going to be bad and it's going to be so bad that even Washington state will be they they will be feeling this heat it is no joke and this extreme weather isn't just uh stuck away or uh, what's the word i'm looking for isn't just transfixed on the united states because even in uh germany i was reading even in germany they had hail from hell like it golf ball size hail giant golf ball size hail uh hit the munich area which is the 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 county is Saxony. I I, I love that name. I I love the name Saxony. But anyways, they were pounded for almost four hours with hail, the size of golf balls. Cars were damaged. Business were damaged. People couldn't leave work. Schools were locked down. It was bad. There was multiple injuries. There was over 300 calls to the uh, Munich uh, general area um, hotlines for emergency and and um, all that stuff and reporting you know dangerous storms and all that goodness but anyways that's not it India is actually in the path of the largest cyclone they have seen in 20 years And that is just right after, uh, an additional cyclone hit them, I believe a few months ago. Um, but this cyclone is going to carry 75 mile an hour winds and it's just going to get stronger the closer it gets because, uh, it's just going to keep moving North over the, the next 60 correction, uh, not 60, um, 36 hours. I think it said, let me, let me check. Yeah, 36 hours. So the next 36 hours, this cyclone is gonna keep growing in strength. It's gonna go up for us on this side from a Category Two to Category Three, and maybe even Category Four. And it's going to hit um, the uh, the west coast of India and go north. And as we all know, India in certain places is is not the most developed. And when natural disasters happen in countries like that, the death toll seems to skyrocket. So I just want everybody to send out good vibes and prayers for India as they they brace for this this giant cyclone that they haven't seen the size of of something like this in the last 20 years. I'm 26 years old, so since I was 6 years old, They have not seen a cyclone this large. And you got to think of all the cyclones that happened during that, like during that time frame from then to now, how many people were affected, how many just it's just it's scary. And I just want everybody to keep India in in their prayers because they might need it this time. They might need it. i'm gonna take a quick break and we will be right back with some more news i promise some happier things are gonna come through but it's news so you know the world's a scary place but it's a beautiful place so just stay tuned and i will be right back okay 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 so we're back and like i promised there's a little bit of good news going on um so gas we all gotta use it we all hate buying it but it is scheduled slash predicted to go down in about a week it is uh scheduled to be uh dropping almost 16 cents nationwide so you gotta give or take wherever uh what state you're in what area you're in but um Gasoline has been sliding, has been dropping steadily for several weeks now. And I, I, I see it here in California, it is expansive, but I have seen it start going down and the uh, the more readily it's uh, becoming available, the more uh, prices are going to start going down and the, the summer driving season has started and people need to get out and go around. So the way the gas economy works fluctuates and, and it's, it's, it's just the way things are but in the Houston area where my mother is, uh, the surrounding, uh, refineries are pricing their gas at $2 a gallon. That would be lovely here. I'm paying like three something, sometimes even four something, but $2 a gallon. That is, (laughs) that is nice. And, uh, it it's just it's just weird that the way that the gas prices work and the the gap between Houston and San Francisco is almost a dollar fifty two dollars according to uh triple a and that it it's just crazy how California is so expensive but uh this year's fires and other breakdowns in oil refineries in the in this nice beautiful state we call California uh have uh sent the prices rocketing higher and i it's just sad that it works that way that when bad things happen such as that they up the price of gas you would think they would lower it so more and more people can you know move and get around and but anyways uh the key determiner uh to watch and you know, to look for is the uh the crude oil prices uh they are uh nearly 60 percent of the pump the pump prices so that means what crude oil is is almost exactly the same as the price for normal gasoline which means crude oil has to go down in order for gas to be its competitor if that makes sense so just just look forward to uh getting a little bit you know sixteen cents that can go a long way for uh, anybody I mean sixteen cents i I fill my car up and <laughs> seventy one dollars to fill my truck up so it means sixteen cents on uh, every dollar that would be uh quite a saving so like I said that is some good news for everybody and I uh, hope that made you feel a little better but it's the news. And like I said, it's a scary world out there. So just be ready for some more uh, <laughs> real news. OK, so we're going to get a little serious now. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, a lot of parts of Africa are not safe for tourists and even volunteers and even UN uh, workers who are there to help with refugees and all the type of sorts you know so uh, just recently, uh, two Canadian volunteers uh, have have officially uh, been determined that they have been kidnapped from a uh, golf resort in Ghana. They are uh, nineteen and twenty years old. And some may say, okay, well, it's it's just an isolated incident, and you know, Ghana isn't really the best place to go toward, You know, go go looking for fun things to do around Africa. I mean, it's a beautiful country, but the way it's been run the last few decades, it's it's just made it not not too safe. But uh, some may say, oh, just go to the Serengeti. You know, go go see the wildlife and go go visit Kenya and South Africa. And, all that good stuff. But you would be wrong. Because a few months ago, as you guys might have seen, a woman named Kimberly uh, Endicott, I believe. She was kidnapped in during a safari. And she was held for over $500,000. She actually was rescued by uh, special forces, helped with the uh, local... Uh, government special forces but kidnappings are a means for a community not a community um certain individuals within the community to get quick and easy money because if you're they you got to think of it from their point of view if you're able to come to my country and just be a tourist just you obviously have more money than i do so you obviously can pay for some type of ransom some type of uh how do i put it some type of uh value to your life and that kidnapping happened in uganda but there was also a kidnapping in south africa where the hostage was not recovered and she was later discovered killed by the actual uh, kidnappers and they were actually not found they are still at large at this time. And the one that, uh, the one that hit me the hardest this year was actually, yeah, there's, there's more. Yeah, there's more. The one that hit me the hardest was, uh, the kidnapping of a, uh, Italian volunteer who was, uh, volunteering at a, I believe a local children's hospital and, um, offshoots from, uh, Al-Shabaab, which are operating in... Uh, Somalia, who come down and do uh, routine terrorist attacks in into Kenya, came down and attacked the uh, the children's hospital and actually uh, took her uh, away. And that was, oh, man, I think that was back in January or February, maybe even sooner. But um, she still has not been found. But the local officials claim that they are on the trail and they claim that the kidnappers are moving her frequently because they are getting closer and closer and they state that she is still alive so prayers go out to her and her family that she will be returned uh safely and able to you know go back to her normal life that i mean how how normal can things be after being kidnapped for months but uh things things for uh tourists in uh africa aren't aren't looking too well i mean i know there's certain countries that you can go and you'll be completely safe but the way that the the economy is working now and it's it's going it's getting worse and worse that people are becoming desperate and doing things that they uh they normally wouldn't do outside of uh their normal profession and uh there was a one more story i just i just want to let you guys know about that um happened in africa a un worker was actually uh Kidnapped and uh, sexually assaulted by uh, members of a, uh, a pretty much a war clan that were uh, attacking a refugee camp where thousands of people had fled to they actually attacked the camp and they were going to uh, kill and uh, rape a lot of the uh, women that were there who fled and the the u n worker actually stood up and told them to take her so that she could save the lives of many other people and she was eventually returned home and and I I don't want to say unscathed but she uh she she has since recently after I did some digging she recently has uh quit her job at the UN as a, a volunteer a nurse because of the the horrors that she witnessed so just just be safe if you're going to Africa go ahead go go have some fun go go see the sites go see the culture it's a beautiful country i haven't been but I watch a lot of travel documents and um, documentaries and i watch a lot of food documentaries and africa seems to be a happening place but it is not the safest just like anywhere else in the world it, you, you could you could go to nice places and you can go to bad places but it seems like because the continent of africa isn't the richest bad things happen more often than none so just be aware all right man that was rough to talk about because i i I read all that stuff every time it comes out and i dig into it and it's just it's just rough sometimes just to recap everything but anyways so I know a lot of you guys have been uh, hearing about uh, Everest and uh, what's going on up there and how uh, a record number of uh, passes have been given out for people to go up there and uh, unskilled hikers who are just, you know, thrill sinking. And I I have no problem with that, but I love history and I know a little little bit about Everest and what a lot of people did to prepare to get up to just the, the base camp of Everest let alone the summit of Everest. so people who are just going up there nilly willy they're 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 meeting their their deaths up there it's it's not an easy climb it is the world's probably the world's most dangerous climb and people are just going up there anyways anyways you guys know all that stuff but what you guys may not know is due to all of this uh unforeseen extra traffic there's an issue with trash in the base camps and it, it going up to the actual peak of everest and they announced that uh, this is this is a this is a number straight from the nepalese government that over 200 correction over 24 pounds of garbage were pulled off the mountain during a 45-day cleanup. I repeat, 24,200 pounds of garbage. And that is a lot of waste for a a a nature hike, if you want to call summiting Everest a hike. Anyways, but it there was Empty oxygen cylinders. So you gotta think, hey, you need oxygen just to climb Everest, but you're leaving trash. That is just that's disrespectful. There was plastic bottles, cans, batteries, food wrappings, kitchen waste, and the the most that they said they pulled out of all of that stuff was fecal matter. People are using. Everest as a toilet that mountain is said to be sacred to the natives that live in Nepal there are there that's that's where the Buddhist that's where the monks are that's where like and people are actually using the bathroom in such a way there are so many people going up there that they pulled more waste more human waste from Everest than all of the trash combined. And along with the that all that the trash because they were looking through snow banks and all that stuff to try to try to find more trash, they were actually they actually pulled an additional four human bodies that were uh actually recovered. And it it's just it's just crazy to to think that with the deadliest year that Everest has ever seen there is more trash on the mountain than Everest has ever seen and this is a this is our world's natural wonder this is the highest point we could get in this world and we are not respecting it we are shitting on it literally shitting on Everest uh, I am flabbergasted I am perplexed and it it is just a it is just a crazy thing you should have seen my face when I was reading into this and looking into this and figuring out what's going on with Everest because everybody hears about the bodies and all that stuff and that's just sad I feel so bad for the people who who lost loved ones and who lost Lovers and brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and uncles and aunts and cousins and all that stuff Grandparents all that stuff And I feel bad that I feel Now this is me feeling this not I'm not putting my own opinions on anybody anything. I feel bad that People underestimated the world's highest mountain and it cost them their lives It's it's just something that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. And and they're saying that a lot of the governments now are, are, are pulling back a lot of the permits that they gave out and having them wait a year or a few months to, to kind of spread out the amount of people that are up there. Because the more people that are up there, they have to wait in line to go up and you can you freeze to death up there. You're just standing still. You will freeze to death. But hey. Hey. We just need to change the way that we, we view the mountain because it seems like something's going wrong. Okay, so we have came to the end of this podcast. And like I always say, I'd like to leave you guys with a little uh, little joy in your life, a little fun fact, a little uh, interesting, entertaining uh story so i'm just gonna skip the chase i love beer everybody knows this but brewers are now brewing beer with electrolytes so after a nice hard workout a nice hot day a nice long day at uh at work in the sun uh, tough competition anything you can think of that you need to have a Gatorade for no need for Gatorade. Now you got beer. So uh, brewers are, are starting to put electrolytes into beers. And uh, there, are, there are several breweries now that are starting to do it and marketing it. Uh, electrolyte beers, including uh, Evil Twin Brewing, Harpoon Brewery, Zealous, and Surfer Fest. Uh, small brewers have long sponsored active events in the communities. Like weekly fun runs, bike rides, road races, uh, marches, parades. You know, you guys have all seen it. And uh, especially at like softball games and and football games, flag football games at the park and stuff like that. Like an electrolyte beer. I no longer need Gatorade. I could just drink a beer. And better yet, these beers are low carb and low calorie the game has been changed people the game has been changed i always say beer has water in it why do i need a glass of water when i go to a restaurant i'm just gonna have a beer boom now now it's justified electrolyte beer coming to a store near you right well that is that we have reached the end of this podcast and I want to thank you all for listening and hopefully enjoying uh, the news that I'm giving you hopefully it's a new fresh way to listen to news so you don't have to uh, get all this extra uh, I don't know biasness and one side of the agenda I tell it how it is and uh, it is how I tell it uh, but thank you for listening, and thank you for tuning in to Easy News, your daily dose of EZ News. See you guys again.